Hey, this is Kari Payton. I'm Cyborg from Teen Titans and Injustice and Injustice 2. And Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. So keep listening. Also, booyah! Because I'm schizophrenic. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Tuesday, so we're going to talk some TV and movies. Now, every so often, a show comes along that, uh, how do I, I dread. I'm not going to lie. Like, I love this show. I love doing this. But sometimes I pick a topic and I either know what I'm getting into, like today, or sometimes it just happens and I have to talk about things that... Ugh, just not, not fun. And I'm not talking like when we get preachy or soapboxy, because that rarely happens. I'm talking about when we have to talk, we have to mention, we have to break down movies like Super Mario Brothers. That's right, it's Mario Day. So we are talking Mario all week, which is cool. I love Mario. And if we're being honest, I even love this movie. I was a kid when I saw it. You know, it holds a special place. Um, did it age well? No. Well, I mean, well, I guess so. I mean, it wasn't good to begin with. But we're going to talk about Super Mario Bros., the 1993 film uh, that really set a standard for movies based on video games. Yeah, let's jump into it. So, it was released on May 28th, 1993, with a great cast. I mean, Bob Hoskins was Mario Mario, John Logazamo was Luigi Mario, Dennis Hopper was President Koopa, Samantha Mathis was Princess Daisy, you had uh, Fisher Stevens as Iggy, Richard Edson as Spike, Fiona Shaw as Lena, and Mojo Nixon as Toad. Um, You also had Lance Hendrickson as a Fungus King, and Frank Welker as Yoshi and the Goombas, and then Cassiana, blah, 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 blah. yes, the guy who voices Homer as the narrator. And, yeah, it, the, the directors, uh, it was a husband and wife team of Rocky Morton and Annamel Jenkin, they, they broke their teeth in on, like, Max Headroom, and they did a bunch of really cool... Um, early 90s MTV stuff, like not just music videos, but just fun, crazy stuff. And that's one of the reasons that they were picked for this, because it's like, all right, it's going to be kind of edgy. One thing, the original script apparently was a lot darker and more adult. And at the last minute, it was rewritten to be kid-friendly and stuff. So, yay. But, yeah, like, they did uh, DOA. They did some Rush videos. Uh, Elvis Costello video. All all sorts of stuff. And, you know, it's, it's maybe not necessarily on them. Time, I'm not going to say time hasn't been good to this movie. Because, again, it wasn't great to begin with. So, you can't say that. But... They wanted it to be kind of like Ghostbusters, but 
kind of like the video game, but really it ended up being neither one of those. It went way over budget, clocking in at $48 million with a box office of only $21 million. So, yeah, that's... It didn't even... It recouped, what, half of its costs? So that's, that's never a good sign. But, you know, people kind of understood even like even though it got bad reviews when it came out they're like hey the effects are really good they're you know they're pretty solid for everything uh, the actors are doing everything they can with the script and the plot and everything that they're given so you know it is what it was but it wasn't enough uh I mean, Rotten Tomatoes has it as 23%, which we hadn't talked about in a long time, but we don't give any credence to that. However, Siskel and Ebert gave it two thumbs down, and I, I, I back that, you know, because they were talking about how the tone switches, because it does, it goes from uh, a movie about family to a family movie to an action movie to a comedy to kind of a dark, creepy movie. And it's just a, a roller coaster. One thing, though, that is kind of funny is they tried to get it nominated at the Academy Awards. They wanted it to be nominated for Best Visual Effects, but ended up um, Nightmare Before Christmas got the, the Disney nomination. So is what it is. But everybody had a horrible time on this movie. Absolutely. You notice, I haven't talked about the plot, because the plot is insane. There's like a, a meteor that kills the dinosaurs, but doesn't kill them. It takes them to another dimension, and they evolve there, but then they come to New York to see these plumbers, and they try to de-evolve people. Uh, it's, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Everybody had a bad time. Apparently... Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo were drunk the whole filming because they they knew what they they realized they didn't know but what they're getting into but they realized what they had gotten into and said well, let's make the best of it. Uh, Dennis Hopper apparently like didn't even know it was a video game, and one day his son was like, "Oh yeah, I'm, let's play Mario Brothers right now. Here I have it," and it's. Yeah, the the we mentioned the cast and how talented it was, which is interesting because a lot of people pass on the movie. Like Dustin Hoffman wanted to be Mario, but they were like, no. Danny DeVito was offered not only the role of Mario but offered the chance to direct it. He turned it down. Michael Keaton and Arnold Schwarzenegger were offered Koopa. They turned it down. Tom Hanks. This this one's interesting. Tom Hanks was considered for Luigi. But at the time, he had had a like Joe versus the volcano, Turner and Hooch. He had had a couple of flops, so they were like, mm, maybe Tom Hanks isn't a bankable actor. So think about that. Like, I love John Leguizamo. He's gonna be at Fan Expo later this month, and I love love him. But imagine if John Leguizamo was where Tom Hanks is at, and Tom Hanks is where John Leguizamo's at. Just just think about that for a second. Let that. Uh, sink in but they ended up with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo Bob originally he like didn't want to do the script 
because he was tired of kids' movies. He'd done Roger Rabbit. He'd done Hook, all of this stuff. And then they were like, well, no, look, it's it's not really a, a kid's movie. Here's We're redoing this. We're doing that. And he... He got into it. Um, same thing with John Leguizamo. He enjoyed the original script. But then, bam, they changed everything. Apparently, it was like in the weeks before, and even while they were shooting, they changed the script. They had all the sets built and everything. That's why the sets are really kind of dark and creepy and ominous. But the tone sometimes is super light. So it's, it's hard to discern really what's what's going on. I mean, the movie is just a conglomeration of crazy and like I said at the top of the show it set that bar for video game movies to where until recently people just automatically assumed if it was a video game movie it was bad and Nintendo didn't make another live action movie until 2019 when they did Detective Pikachu so uh, think about that you know that's like 25 years or so in between movies and that's got to hit you pretty hard to be Nintendo and to be Mario. They were just, nope. Now in 2012, there was a web comic that was a sequel that, um, the original writer Parker Bennett wrote. And I, I didn't know it existed until, I started researching this and everything, and so I didn't get a get a chance to see it. But Daisy, from what I've read, from I've seen and read and things, Daisy is trying to take down this mad scientist who was the boss from Mario Two, and then they kind of pass the torch to these new characters and focus on family and blah blah blah, but. It's just, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really curious to check it out. Supposedly there's an animated one in the works, and I'm cautiously optimistic to see how that works after this one. I mean, while they were filming, John Leguizamo broke his leg. Bob Hoskins broke a finger. I mean, it was rough. Uh, a bunch of people almost died in some weird mattress accident. They had real strippers on the set. Uh movie's insane, but it's enjoyable. Like I said, it holds a special place in my heart. I'll watch it, and I I own it. I'm, I don't think I own it on Blu-ray, but I have it on DVD and VHS, I'm pretty sure. Uh, obviously, I hadn't watched it in a while, but it's a fun movie. You know, you got to take the good with the bad sometimes, and this is definitely the bad, but that's okay. Let me know, are you a fan of the Mario Brothers movie? Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. Look for us out there everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. We're out there and everywhere and love to talk to you. Or if you want to have a longer talk, you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. With the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game, we're not like the who get all the fame if your sink is in trouble you can call us on the double we're faster than the 